Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror. I'm with myself, and I've got Destin and Rachel in the house. I'm super excited. If you don't know who they are, they're the power couple from a Million Dollar Matchmaker, formerly Millionaire Matchmaker, but they're so much more than that. Welcome. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I'm big fans of the two of you. Like, obviously, people are buzzing about your return to television, so I need to talk about that. That's, like, something I really want to get into, but there's more to you guys than just that, so. Oh, we have so much more to us. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. All. I want to hear all the nitty-gritty, juicy, because I actually was able to watch the premiere of it's called now Million Dollar Million Dollar, million dollar, dollar Matchmaker. It's completely different than Millionaire Matchmaker. I know, and it's so bizarre because I'm tweeting the wrong thing, and I'm hashtagging <laughs> the wrong thing, and I'm calling it the wrong thing. So it's, You're not alone. I mean, okay. everybody we've looked at like online, social networking and everything, even family and friends, they're still tuning into Bravo. Yeah. They're still calling it Millionaire Matchmaker, and it's like we have to pound it into people's heads. Different network, different show. Different name, close to the same name. Same old Patty Stanger, name. though. Let's get same that. Same Patty. Yeah. Some things don't change. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of great because I was in New York and I was at the premiere, the, the, not the premiere, it was like the preview. <clears throat> and, um, you know, we're watching it and the format's totally different. Um, I think you know they're in a house now. Not a house. They're in a resort. People coming to the resort. We we didn't get invited to any preview. Did you get invited to a preview? I didn't get invited. No, I didn't get invited to a preview. Well, God. I was invited. Why? Oh, <laughs> I was invited, and it was in New York, so maybe that's why, or not. But <laughs> or not. But you know what? I thought there was a couple of things I want to talk about. What's the beef with you and Candace? Why did she hang up the phone on you guys? <laughs> Oh, Candace, my BFF. Rachel's got a good uh, new history with Candace, <laughs> including the word, uh, if I can use the word on here, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you Rachel loves to use the word bitch when it comes yeah. to Candace. So, uh, please. See, okay, here's here's my beef with Miss Candace. Mm-hmm. Now, now, here's the thing. So, we were first. Mm-hmm. And we were family. It mm-hmm. was, you know, Patty, Destin, and I. We were, the, yeah. you know, the dis- as dysfunctional as hell as we were. We were still a family at the end of the day. Yeah. And when we, you know, wanted to kind of work again with Patty and come back and, and rekindle our friendship, our family, Pat, um, not Patty, sorry, Candace mm-hmm. wanted to throw her two cents in there. Just like, why are you here? What are you doing? Just like giving attitude. And I'm yeah. like, uh, stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. A and B conversation, yeah. see your way out. Yeah, stay in your lane. We're not talking to you. Exactly. Let the grown ups talk. Okay. Exactly. So mm-hmm. that was my problem. It's like, stay out of this. This is not your problem. Mm-hmm. You so. know, you got to kind of appreciate where Candace is coming from. I mean, tell uh, me how you old, appreciate Old people coming back to a new situation. Candace has been promoted. She's in a, in a position with Patty. She's kind of Patty's right hand a little is. bit. Yeah, and, she is. You know, now there's a, a brand new, I'll use the word threat, mm-hmm. um, which we didn't There's another hen in the hen house, threat, I guess. But yeah. I mean, so she's, you know, nervous, scared. 
angry people lash out a little bit, and that's what she was. Hurt people, doing. hurt people. Yeah. Angry people, anger people. That's true. Um, true story. So I just because the first thing you see is it just comes out of nowhere, but it was like subtle, but but genius. Like Destin calls, and they're like, "Oh, hey!" In case you guys haven't seen it, and mm-hmm. then Candace like, "Yeah, let me let me have that phone call." Click, and the entire audience gasped. Everyone. That we was watching, we were like, <gasps> nobody hangs up on me. Just, just saying. So guess what it he does? Hangs guess up on what us. he does? He's like, bitch, you're gonna hang up on me. All right, I'm showing up at your door. Damn that skippy. was crazy. Did they exactly. really not know you were coming? Because no, they didn't know. No, nope, we were coming. they had no idea. That's had crazy. Zero idea that this was a thing. And I actually, the whole point of the phone call was to let Patty know, hey, we were coming. We have things to talk about. Let's talk about things. She wasn't returning my calls. She wasn't returning my texts. Do you think she was, was she getting your calls? You're yeah, calling herself on She was getting my yeah, calls. Yeah, so she was totally avoiding you guys. Yeah. It wasn't like people yeah. were. Yeah. Well, she was hurt. She was hurt, you know, and she, she felt anger, I guess, against us for, mm-hmm. for wanting to just kind of, we wanted to take a break from the business and start kind of. Doing our own thing and just a break, you know. It wasn't really anything against her. It's just doing matchmaking and is a, it's a lot. You're it's matchmaking exhausting. high net worth, socially inept, high maintenance people for a living for over a decade. Yeah, you're babysitting it, them, like holding their hands. You. Yeah, and I have more gray hairs from from matchmaking mm-hmm. people than I have from anything else in the world. So. Well, it's we, a lot. we needed to breathe. So, so that is what I want to talk about. Also, what because you guys were fan favorites, everybody loved you. Especially you guys Aww. got married and you had <laughs> kids. So we got to see all of that stuff with you guys, and then all of a sudden, poof, you're gone, and then the show's gone, and then you've got you know, I love David, Candace, I don't know, um, but you guys are gone. So was it just that you needed a break? Like was was Patty really just that hurt by you guys leaving her? Yes, yeah, very much That's, so. That very much really so. is the genuine thing. I mean, we when Rachel and I talked about this, so we decided that we needed a break and mm-hmm. we wanted to focus on other projects that we were doing. Um, you know, we told the show, we told Patty mm-hmm. that we're just we're, we need a break for a little bit. Yeah. we're we take some time off for ourselves. At first, she didn't quite get it, mm-hmm. and then she got. Angry, mm-hmm. and then she got hurt. She went through all these stages of, of, of mourning. Like, mourning, yeah, yeah. And uh, when it kind of came down to the reality of it, we stuck around for over a month, just tying up clients, getting everything handled for. Her. We're a phone call away. You ever need anything? Just call us. We were like that, and yeah. then she kind of just needed to pull away as mm-hmm. we pulled away, and then we just had silence for three years. Yeah. So no That's, contact. Yeah, that kind of sucks because um, you guys were such great friends and um, business partners and Absolutely. family. And um, not for nothing, you guys in that time period got married and had two kids. So you kind of needed to get your life. And people don't understand, reality TV is like sucks all of your energy. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a lot. Yes, yeah. It yeah. So during those three years, you guys developed this really great business. Not only are you guys matchmakers, you're also basically life coaches. Yep. Love and life coaches. Yeah. And we help people get over their exes. We, we're actually ordained. We can marry people. So we're Ooh. kind of like everything in the relationship realm is what we do. Well, what we kind of wanted to do is teach people how to matchmake themselves mm-hmm. um, as opposed to saying, here's a girl, here's a guy for you, here's this, do this, and then they do it wrong. Yeah. We want to teach, give them the tools that they can just do it right right off the bat and go find someone yeah, for themselves. Especially in this day and age where everything is online. Online yeah. dating is a huge thing. So we help with people's profiles. 
and we get them ready. It's like, yeah. okay, if you just do A, B, C, D, then go out and you will find somebody because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, is you got to you got to help you before anybody can even help you. Well, yeah. Rachel touched on it before too. A lot of it is people that are stuck on their exes. Yeah, uh, they need to exercise those demons, get rid mm-hmm. of the ex, sell all the stuff they had, burn all the stuff they had from the ex, stop contact with the ex, all the stuff. And that was like, I mean, ninety percent of our clients are hung up on their ex. So. It's really. Yeah. Interesting because we've all been there. We've all been that person that's stuck on your ex. I kind of the first thing I like to do is like when I finally realize, okay, I need to get this guy out of my life, um, I'll get rid of the stuff. Like if I had a t shirt or if he gave me a gift. I'll get rid of it. Exactly. I don't care if it's jewelry. I'll find. I I don't care what it is. Not that anyone's ever given me jewelry, but I'm saying like I had a friend who got these beautiful earrings from her ex and would wear them every single day, even in her new relationship with her new boyfriend who knew that was oh, her old boyfriend. No, no, and I'm that's, like, that's you so have wrong. You have your ex's energy in your ears, and everyone can see it. Sell that. Sell yeah. them on, on on eBay. Go on a vacation and yeah. enjoy the last gift your ex ever Put gave you. Put a down payment yeah. on a house, girl. Yep. Oh so, yeah. And the other thing, social media, like unfollow. And stop stalking. Yep. Right. Yeah. Delete and delete. Delete everything is, is yeah. a big key. Like delete, delete the phone numbers, delete the pictures, just anything and everything that you have that still is about that ex. Get rid of it. That's the thing. And, and you have to, you know, people have to be grown up about situation. Friends are awesome. Families are awesome. But you don't stay in touch with your ex's family. Yeah. That's his or her mom, not mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. His or her sister. That happens not a yours. lot, that right? Happens a lot. You get you get into the family. You can part of the family. Yeah. And then people don't how to let that go yeah and they have to it's hard because we had a family member who got a divorce and the female was not part of our family the male was and um, she kept reaching out to me and my sister and all of the ladies and I am very I am a black and white person like you're not part of the family it's nothing personal but me talking to you is dancing with the enemy, and I don't want to do that. Yep, I, exactly. It's weird. It. So I cut it off. So she goes to my sister, and my sister is. She thought my sister would be more manipulated, but there was one conversation they had, and next thing you know, this chick is bringing it up to her ex. That oh yeah, you know your family saying this. So there's so many reasons you need to cut that shit. Yeah. So and that 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 little thing where you. you the ex can say one thing that he mm-hmm. spoke about with your family, yeah. and it may have just been an aside to you, but to that person that is the ex of, it blows up huge. Right. And then you're now starting interpersonal stuff with your family, yeah. and that sucks. But you know, it is huge, this whole, um, all of us have experienced this. That is a huge thing to help people with, getting over their ex, yep. because it can take a long time. Is it true that there's X amount of years that you need to get over however many years? Or is that just a nope. myth? I don't think there's a time limit on it. I think it's just, it's it's simply do, taking those steps. You just have to take the steps. It's almost like quitting smoking. It's like, don't do it in steps. Just do it. Just do it. If you, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. And you don't need you know time to mourn and time for this and time to that. It's just get over it. Get the, over it. The problem with people is that people are a bunch of whiny idiots. Uh-huh. And they get into their heads and the feminine energy, even in females, where it's poor me, woe is me, blah, blah. Shut What's up. What's wrong with me? Get over it. You just yeah. need to shut up and get over it. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Rip that Band-Aid off. Within a week or two, you should be good to go. All this like, it takes six months and a year. No, shut up. Just I get over that. it. I love Go through that. the steps, get over it. You know, that's really funny because my dad said something like that to me. He said, basically, the sooner you get over it, 
the sooner you can move on. And it wasn't how I said it, it was the way he said it. It was like it made a, a sense to me like, okay, it's up to me now. Um, but we do. We wallow. We get. We yeah. feel like something wrong with me. So you kind of. I feel like you tell people like, get over it. It is what it is. Well, yeah. Very well, much we, so. We, well, it's not just telling. You can't just tell someone to get over yeah. it. You have to actually encourage, or in some cases, force them to take steps to get over it themselves. Which is like you said. Yeah. Sell that stuff on eBay. Mm-hmm. It's. It's actually. Put if he bought you, you know, glassware or or fancy artwork, or whatever. Take it, put it in a room, get a baseball bat, and just beat the hell out of it. Yeah, it is so. It feels so good. I burned a t-shirt once. See, yeah, there you go. That That's exactly it. Felt it. Good. It, it feels felt good, good, right? Yeah. yeah, I love the t-shirt, but it, like I just I, I hung on to it, and all of a sudden it represented to me weakness. Like, am I yeah. that weak that I can't get over this fucking loser? You know what I mean? And I burned it. and I felt great. Yeah, um, but that's frustrating also for women to, you know, girls, you, like you said, Destin, girls do that, I think, more than guys do. I don't know. Not anymore. Oh, there's plenty of no. guys that are. Is it are, changing oh, now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. It's, it's all almost neutral. The, the feminine and masculine. It, the, it's the same What's now. in our DNA is yeah. now kind of being washed out of us. And now everybody is is whiny. It's, it is true. We are whiny. And um, when you're with your friends, like if you're with a friend who's going through a breakup, and they just won't shut up about it. What do you do? Like, I kind of give them time limits, you know? Like, two, three months, okay, but then after that, stop. Not even two or three months. Yeah. It's like, okay, um, you know, give them, give them, yeah, or, yeah, or just give them that one <laughs> right, time. So I'm not an asshole. I, no. I agree with you. Because I feel like I people are like, you're being harsh. I'm like, how is it being harsh to tell her to stop? It's destroying her and it's annoying to be around her. So the, the more you feel permitted to talk about it, yeah. the more you keep that other person around, the more you keep that ex around. It's like you're identifying and still part of their life by talking about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I have a girlfriend who, it was her birthday, mm-hmm. and she doesn't live around here, so she came up to me, and she's like, let's go out you know, for drinks and, and karaoke for my birthday. And sure enough, we went out, and the entire time, girlfriend was talking and crying over her ex. Mm. And I'm like, you've been on and off with this jackass for how many years now? And he's, you know, physically hurts her and mentally hurts her. And I'm like, you need to get the hell out. What are you doing? And stop. It's your birthday. We're we're like crying over a shot. Just like, oh, God. (laughs) I'm like, I'm another year older. Yeah. I'm not married. Yes. My ex. But I love him. I'm like, okay, girl, enough is enough. I don't want to hear this. It was the most depressing thing on the planet. I was just like, I can't, I can't. I can't deal with and this anymore. I can't be your I friend anymore. I know exactly who you're talking about. I know that's you also, do. That's also part of it, though, is that people don't realize how strong they are. Yeah. Every single human mm-hmm. is strong enough to get over an ex very quickly. Mm-hmm. They have to just listen and apply themselves, and they can do it. She, your friend, uh, is this person that just does not believe she's strong. And once you realize how strong you are, you can do anything. It just occurred to me by listening to what you just said that love and life coaching absolutely go hand in hand. Oh, 100%. Because not only are you teaching them how to get over an ex, you're teaching them how to be a better person, be a stronger person. It's the best version of themselves. Yeah, it's being confident. Confidence, number one. You have to be confident and you have to be strong. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, if you're moping around and you think you're ugly or you think you're, you know, you're bad at what you do for a living, if you're just this like 
Eeyore, for lack Negative of a better self-talk, word. Negative self-talk, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to not succeed in life and you're not going to succeed in love. Hands and that's down. Kinda goes, that goes hand in hand with like being obsessive, where people obsess about, why isn't he giving me the ring yet? Or they obsess about, I really want to have a baby. I'm never going to have a baby. I'm getting too old. Or they obsess about, God, I can't lose this last five. They, people obsess yeah, and obsess I and know. obsess. Mm-hmm. They obsess about their exes. They obsess about everything. And that is the biggest hurdle in life. Stop yeah. obsessing. Just yeah. You know what else? It's ruminating. Those ruminating thoughts like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly what you're talking about. Where in your head, you're just going over and over and over. And all you're doing is raising your anxiety level. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, that's a tough job to help people with. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it is, but it's, it's, it's easier than matchmaking. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Well, it's, it's kind of cool, though, because it makes sense. Because, like, you know, you have people who are in relationships. I'm assuming that part of the love coaching is also people who are in relationships. Absolutely. Couples. That, for sure. You know, what's the biggest issue? I mean, is it? It's such a tough question. But, like, why do couples not get along after a long period of time together? Uh, we just had a client that was a, a make it or break it client, which mm-hmm. is like basically we do like a very quick, I want to use the word therapy, but kind of conversation with them um, where it's like, do we stay together? Do we take the next step? Do we get married or do we just break up? Right. And once you're at that point of like, do we break up or do we get married? You break up. You're in a, yeah, you're, it's like it, the writing is on the wall. Yeah. If that's the question, uh-huh. you know the answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have to a- keep analyzing it and keep questioning it, there it is. You shouldn't have to question it. I don't question my relationship with Destin, mm-hmm. you know, and if I did, it'd be like, oh, oh no, mm-hmm. like there's, yeah, this isn't working out. And but bringing this to, to your question, yeah, which is, you know, the longer the longer you're together, the more distance you can have. Sometimes yeah. in the case of these two people, um, she wanted him to talk to her about current events, and he wasn't, and he wanted her to be a little less. Uh, Stiff, mm-hmm. and she had gotten a little bit more. Um, Did they have kids? Uh, they didn't have kids. Oh. She had kids. Okay. Um, and and she just wasn't as much fun as she used to be. Okay. And when you think about it, when you just say those words out loud, that is the most asinine, ridiculous thing to want to break up over because you're not talking about the news, and the other person doesn't want to go out and party. Okay. It's like, Come now that on. you put it that way, yeah. It's not that. That's yeah. what you think it is, yeah. but it's not that. The bottom line is. You're just bored with each other. Yeah. You're tired of each other and either push through it mm-hmm. or give up and move on while you still can. Well, because I think what happens is, is like you have that honeymoon period yeah. where everything's sparkly and happy yeah. and you think everything's great and he's into this and I'm into that. And, and maybe you are for a moment. You're like, yeah, I'll pretend like I'm into politics or I'll pretend like I'm into sports yeah. or whatever. And then it can, and then the real you kind of comes out. And right. that's where the real test is with a relationship is like when you're real and the part your partner's real, mm-hmm. and for some people, that's where you go. Oh, this just isn't. We have working. nothing in common. Yeah, yeah. Beyond uh, matchmaking, the love and life coaching that we do, um, I'm also a filmmaker. I, okay. I write, produce movies and whatnot. And I didn't I, even know that. Uh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the movies that I produced, I had a partner on, and she was having a meltdown one day, and I thought there was something wrong with set. Someone walked up, and she was having a meltdown over her her. Boy, fiance, uh-huh. um, soon to be husband, because she was too busy to give him time, and he was too busy to give her time. Because okay. industry, you're working long hours, and, and you know even in reality TV, we work a lot of hours. Yeah. But you know, six months ago, that was the most exciting thing about it for her was, oh my God, we're both in this industry. We both understand. We work long hours. Mm-hmm. And all. Sometimes you don't understand what you want mm-hmm. until you get it and you may realize what you want is exactly what you don't want. It's yeah. exactly what you don't need. Well, it's, it's like exactly be careful what you, what you wish for, you know, because yeah. you're going to get it. 
Yeah, that's happened to me. I'm like, See? my sister always used to say, and, and, and this is going to make me sound really vain, but whatever. You know, my sister was all like, what do you want in a man? Because I just was like, I'm, she was always kind of marriage focused and all that from the beginning. And I just wasn't. And I don't know why. I can't tell you. Um, I just wasn't. And um, I just was more focused on becoming a doctor than getting my career than getting to New York and kicking some ass. And I didn't look at it like, I guess because in my culture, people got married, even if they didn't want to. Um, and I just didn't want to be part of that. Like I wanted to be my own thing. And so I dated extremely vacuous, you know, <laughs> I call them slashies because I call them that because what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a model slash actor. Slash. Oh, no. So I call them a slashy. Nice. So awesome. that's all I would date is the slashy. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Slash emotionally unavailable slash broke. Da, da, da. And one day I just remember saying to my sister, like, I'm going to use the law of attraction and I want my man to look like this. And I literally... Blue-eyed, blonde hair, Viking, tall, and I got it. And he was the dumbest MFR. <laughs> like the dumbest. Yep. Like I'm yep. talking, you know, I couldn't wait to I paged myself. You know, I had a pager. I was in med school. I paged myself <laughs> from my cell phone. Oops. Oh, I gotta go to the hospital. Bye. Um, I wasn't on call. I didn't even, you know, and so he's like, Oh, can I move in with you? And I'm like, all right, I really need to start thinking more. So I guess I'm I'm at that point now where it's confusing, even though it's been many years, like substance and getting to know people. But the one good thing is I know what I don't want. And I don't want someone who is um is is emotionally unavailable. And I know that's like a big word, but I think a lot of us pick the wrong guys from the beginning. Or in girls, we pick the wrong people hoping it'll fit. And that's where the problems come in. Well, you know? that's that's where, where people tend to choose who they love mm -hmm. like that girl's hot i'm going to choose to want her and be with her is that what happens yeah, yeah we just choose we choose yeah. what we want versus what you said before which is the getting to know a little bit mm -hmm. because finding the beauty in someone is so much more substantial than immediately seeing it in my opinion yeah well yeah it's like like we always say you got to get under the hood of the car you can't just look at the car and go "Ooh, that's a sexy car <laughs> i mean you can but i mean you're that's great for cleaning car. up the pipes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, in, in that term, I was literally talking about a car test. Oh, okay. Sorry. But um, but I can see so how you I. can use it both ways, yeah, too. Yeah, but you exactly. Know? Pipes, yeah. cars, I get it. Yeah, and we're and girls, we're the same way. We can look at a guy and go, oh, that's hot, you know? And But yeah. you got to get under there, because as you saw, Mr. Uh -huh. Hotness was as dumb as a I just think post. that at this point in my life, thank God, I, I, like, I'll like i see someone, I'll see how they, they talk to me, because they'll talk mm -hmm. to me, and I can tell who they've dated based on how they talk to me. Like, explain. Um, I have a guy. I live in obviously live in New York, and a lot of girls in New York have roommates because they're just you know maybe starting out, maybe it's expensive. I own my own home. I've been around a little bit. I'm you know I'm not a 21 year old anymore. So if a guy hits on me and they're like, oh, do you have roommates back at your place? I'm like, all right. If he's asking oh, no. me that, it means he's only dating girls yep. in that you know that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I had another guy who's like. Hey, you want to come out? Like I've got this boat party, and you know we can get on from at five, and and then it goes till ten. It's like an EDM party. I'm like, no, you need to date somebody else <laughs> before you talk to me. I'm just over that shit, you know. Yeah. And um, I think at least I have that going for myself. <laughs> Do you That's get a lot though. of guys that are intimidated by you? Maybe they're intimidated, but to me, I just look at it like they are either not talking to me or they're talking to me in a really rude, aggressive way. So I, I don't, maybe that's intimidation. They don't come out and say, I'm intimidated by you. Everyone else says that. But I don't know what to do about it. Like, I guess maybe I should give them more of a come hither look. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, well, come you, hither. You, women have all the power. 
Yeah. When it comes to mm-hmm. a heterosexual relationship, mm-hmm. women have all the power. They have all the power before the relationship. They have all the power during the relationship. They have all the power, period. Mm-hmm. So you are in complete control of the type of guy that will come over to you, who you want to come over to you, who you don't want to come over to you. You're a beautiful, young, attractive, professional. Uh, you're a doctor. Yeah. Um, you know, guys would be lucky to to have a chance to go out with you. And that is going to be because you have that air about you, too. You don't even know what your resume is. You just have that air about you. Immediately, a lot of guys are going to be intimidated. Yeah. You don't want the guys that are going to be intimidated no. by you. No. I think that... You, but you have to be accessible. Yeah, that's It's all point. body language. You can't that's, close yourself off. You have to make yeah. eye contact that's with someone. That's what it is. That's the key. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what we deal with with a lot of women who, especially like our millionaires, yeah. a lot of them are not accessible. Yes. And it's like, you need to take down the wall be relaxed, be yeah. sweet, because yeah. you you know you, a successful woman is has a lot of alpha energy. Yeah. Yep. So you got to become the beta. You got to yeah. be you know the softer girl, and then yeah. you're gonna get more yeah. of the right type of guys. Right now, you're getting the the idiots that are just like, hey, what yeah. are you party? I know. I mean, I that that I turns know. off a lot of of successful oh professional God. women too, because it's like, oh, I date are these guys that want blah blah blah. I'm just mm-hmm. not gonna. But deep inside, you still want guys. The right guy. Yeah. You're just going to have to deal with all the wrong guys until you get the right guy. I think that the one thing I can tell you, knock on what I have going for myself, is I can realize very quickly when they're not not the right person for me. And I'm like, okay, I've I've read that book. I know how it ends. ends, So I don't really try and, you know, I keep open mind. Do you shut it down? Um, I try to. Um, what do you mean not, you try to? Well, how do you try to shut something down? What's the question actually? Do I like tell them like no? Yeah, if you say if you're with a guy and, mm-hmm. you, and you realize that this is not going to go anywhere, do you say, "Hey, this is not going to go anywhere"? No, Thanks. I don't do that. No, I so try. so the guy the guy that that asked you about going on the boat ride or whatever He's still asking me to go and do. See, things. because you didn't shut it down. So what do you say to I him? Shut, uh, well, this I maybe. actually wait. I actually I don't say maybe. I never commit, but I haven't said hey. I never commit, but I don't say no. I know, but you know. Well, so I actually had this conversation with my friend yesterday. I'm like, he keeps texting me. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with this. What do I do? Do I tell him, hey, I'm not like, what do I do? Wait, why does he even have your number? Because we met through work, and he met he we we were work friends and. I really didn't know that this part of it was coming. I know I sound stupid, but we were at a work event, and then next thing he was like, oh, let's go get drinks with some friends, and I turn up, and it's just me and him. And I'm like, oh, man, he just sniper oh, date. Oh, wow. I call, it, I call it the sniper <laughs> date. Yeah. I call it the sniper date. Like, That's you smart think, on his behalf. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, so, so, yeah. So we spend, and I had a great time chatting with him, and I was friendly in this, and then he suddenly goes, I would totally date you. And I'm like, oh, man, now i got to figure out. What do you say? Oh. You say... Hey James, I am so like flattered that you're attracted to me, that you're into me, and that that you know you feel that this could go somewhere. But unfortunately, right now, I don't think it's going to go anywhere with you. For me, I appreciate it. I'm glad we can be friends, but just know that there's never going to be anything romantically between us. Okay, I'm just going to say that. Or if you don't want them anymore, say there's never going to be anything romantically between us, and I really don't want to waste any more of my time or your time. I think yep. there's an amazing girl out there for you, but it's not going to be me. Okay, Thanks. that's all. That's what I'll do. Boom, done. Because sometimes you're in that situation, you're like, oh man. And what do I say? And well, you just kind of gloss over it like, oh, okay. It's always, yeah, it's it's the, you know, you don't want to be honest and be like, oh, your fly's open. It's like nobody wants to tell anybody. Yeah, like you've got yeah. broccoli in your teeth or your pants are falling down. Like nobody, everyone's is the scared. Thing. I do, do tell people when their flies are down. I do tell them, I did something about the guy dating thing that I may have missed going to med school. You just know, look like, at it this way. Do you like people? I like people. All right. If someone was hurt mm-hmm. on a sidewalk, would you help them? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you were going out with someone or wanted to go out with someone and they weren't interested in you, what would you rather have happen? Them kind of be nice to you and kind of lead you out but not give you a direct answer 
or save your time and save your heart and just shut it down right absolutely. then and there so you can just, move on with life. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a very, very good thing to hear right now because I was thinking about this yesterday, like what do I do in this situation? But a lot of people are in that situation. Yeah. So I'm going to take your advice and do exactly that. Yeah. I love well, it. Well, this is why people get stuck in relationships yeah. too or they go into relationships that they don't want to be in because they're like, oh, I feel really bad. I don't want to <laughs> yep. I don't want to break up with him. But, so I guess I'll stay with him for four years. You know, like, right. why would you do that to yourself? This is don't, the just, only life we get. No yeah. matter what you believe that comes time. after this life, right now, this is all we've got. Yeah. So YOLO. maximize your time. <laughs> YOLO. And you know what? Kind of make, make sure to take care of yourself, you know, because not only are you doing something that's prolonging someone else's whatever you're also wasting your own time exactly yeah yeah you're wasting your time with this guy so delete the number well tell him tell him no thanks and then delete yeah walk away knowledge move on yeah exactly welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glammere with Dr. Taba Samir. So I want to talk about the show now. Um, You guys are back on air and it's changing everything, I'm sure. You're getting people coming (laughs) back and saying, you know, I was so excited when I saw I'm like, yes, they're back. Um, Why did you decide you wanted to come back? (laughs) <laughs> well, we wanted to come back uh, to, it's kind of a They're twofold answer. They're between each other. And they're <laughs> each other. So I don't know. You, you've got to be straight now. We can like articulate this mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There was a whole conversation between your eyes there that only you two know. So. <laughs> <laughs> On one hand, um, we had a client, uh, because we were not matchmaking at the time, now mm-hmm. we're back to matchmaking again, that went through everything that we had her go through that was you know the love and life coaching match yourself all that but at the end of the day she was just a person that wanted help being mm-hmm. match mm-hmm. and so because we weren't doing that at the time we first person we thought of was go back to patty back right. to patty kind of bring it in and the more we talked about going back to patty and bringing this client over to her we were just going to pass her along right um the more we realized how much we missed matchmaking mm-hmm. and how much we missed patty i mean mm-hmm. as much of a pain in the fucking ass patty is Mm -hmm. um (laughs) yep (laughs) i've known her for 10 years Mm -hmm. Uh, she was my best friend i do love her um and she's smart she's a good person to be in business with business with she's a great person to have a couple shots tequila with i would i would would actually like Um, that because (laughs) i would like to have a couple shots with her yeah we've had lots of fun with her (laughs) and she's yeah so so you know there's there's that part where it's like here we go it's let's Let's see if we can rekindle our friendship and let's see if maybe we can get into business again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we ran her empire for a decade. Mm-hmm. We did everything. Yeah, you guys were the you know, um, backbone. So Absolutely. it's like, can we do this again? Does she does she even want us again? Does she need the help? Yeah. Um, let's find out. And at the exact same time we were kind of doing that, there was talk of a new television show. They came to us. They said, hey, would you want to do this? I'm like, well, we actually need to go do. We, we kind of like, no, mm-hmm. don't. You come know, back. think if you want to come back to the TV show. Like, hey, I don't think we want to. And yeah. then yeah. they're we're filming back. and yeah. we <laughs> show back. up. Yeah. So well, it was a very dramatic entrance, too. It was like, oh, by the way, bitch, I know you hung up on me, but here we are kind of thing. So, um, you know, do your matchmaking skills and not skills, philosophies, are they pretty much in line with Patty? Not at all. I, that's an interesting yeah. question because I didn't think so. Um, 
just from talking to you about your life coaching and your love coaching, I feel like it's very different. Uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, in, in our opinion, it worked so well for so many years is because we call her out on things we don't agree on. Mm-hmm. She'll obviously call us out on things she doesn't agree on. <laughs> um, and, you know, she's fantastic at what she does and mm-hmm. what she does works for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We are also fantastic at what we do and what we do works for a lot of people. Yeah, and sometimes there's a, two ways to skin a cat. Yeah, so it's, it's a good one. blend, I think. I think it's, right. you know, we're yin and she's yang and we just kind of, it flows. Uh, the... the, the there's a lot of mentalities that she has that, especially me, Rachel does too, but especially me that just drive me nuts uh-huh. and I just think are just very, very frustrating. But at the same time, there's a reason for it because a lot of the people that we deal with with her are mm-hmm. also very frustrating people. Mm-hmm. And I hate holding people's hands and sometimes they just need their hand held. I guess that's probably because she's tough. You know, like she definitely is um, wants to break you down, get to your core and then maybe match make with you. Do you think maybe it's a de- different demographic that like what you said, a different type of person? Because I don't think I would be able to be matched by Patty. I just I don't think I could handle it because I think that what she has to do is take someone, try and figure out what's wrong with them and then get them to the point where they're like, okay, help me. <laughs> well, if you if you look at what you don't see on television, if mm-hmm. you pull back the curtain a little bit, there's a reason why she has she works with other matchmakers. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why, you know, again, back to Rachel and I, we worked with her for 10 years. We were matchmakers. We ran the business, we ran her empire, and we matchmade. Mm-hmm. And clients would want to work with her. Or they would, other clients would want to work with Rachel. Other mm-hmm. clients would want to work with me. And even working with a client during time, we may find that it's a better fit for one of the other right. people, whether it's Patty or Rachel yeah, it's, uh, or myself. And that's kind of, we all do what you see Patty do on the show. We all do the matchmaking. We all have these these challenges that people have mm-hmm. to go through. And, and not everyone's going to have the same technique. It's exactly. kind of like exactly. if you go to a doctor, if you go to a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon, not all of us have the same technique. It's just you have to have that meeting and see if that kind of camaraderie is there you feel comfortable um what do you think is your primary like your philosophy on matchmaking you guys like because you do you do kind of approach it differently i mean for me i'm all about loving yourself first Mm -hmm. and shaping yourself up again being confident and feeling you know for women feeling sexy and strong and independent and able to tell the guy you know f off i don't want this isn't going anywhere um so that's my philosophy and that's one of the things that that destin and i kind of can agree on that you got to like be one with yourself Mm -hmm. before you can go out there that's just how and like with with Rachel when we do work together with clients whether it's coaching or matching um, Rachel's more in love with love mm-hmm. and I think speaking for Rachel and I think love is more of like a pain in the ass yeah um, it is it's just it's a problem that kind of needs to be solved and mm-hmm. I come at it from a very male perspective mm-hmm. uh, very tough it out and mm-hmm. get through it and Rachel's a little bit more sappy mm-hmm. um, yeah we're very good cop bad cop he's yeah. a jerk and I'm nicer so. <laughs> and, and I think it that's, that's a good balance though because I think you do need the sugar with the spice yeah. and, and when it comes to like you know a simple philosophy I, I, it's what Rachel says love yourself mm-hmm. and listen to us you don't know everything. If you go to a heart surgeon, yeah. you're asking them to fix your heart. Right. If you come to us, you're asking us to help you find love. Yeah. Listen to us. Yeah. If you knew how to do heart surgery yourself, then go do heart surgery yourself and die. Yeah, it's like us going to you for, you know, you work with skin and everything and and you say, okay, Rachel, you're breaking out because of this reason, that reason. Stop doing ABCD. And I'm like, screw you, bro. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, it's like, why did I go to you in the first place? I know. It's got to be frustrating. That was the biggest thing for me just in medicine, that you're sitting here with all this knowledge and people aren't listening. And then they're like, what's wrong with me? 
So drives me up the wall when people go to doctors and then they like completely just ignore it. It's like, what what are you doing? The doctor yeah. said you've got like two days to live and you're still like smoking up and I drinking. Know. And it's like, come on, yeah. listen to them. So What's, there was some juicy stuff that happened this season. I, I think I heard Pat Patty say something about there were two clients that came in that were just you know, I guess you called them throwaways or that they didn't find anyone. Are you guys in with all the, every single episode? Or how do you guys decide who you're filming? And did you have any of that experience with? Oh, really we, I think we got all the hardest clients. Yeah, really? we're in like not, almost all of them. I think there's yeah. like one that we're, that we're not in. Um, yeah, we, we did have Oof. all the hardest clients, one of which, uh, Derek? Derek. Yeah, I heard Sonia. about Derek. Derek and Sonia. Oh, my Derek God. Derek almost got into a physical fight. Really? With. So, yeah, he, thank God for producers, yeah. um, and I always keep my cool. I'm always the most logical, calm, you know, right. guy in the room, but just rubbed me the wrong way multiple times. I mean, he was, we kicked him out, and, and then we storming through the place, and he's, like, grabbing people and being just... God, I wanted to. Well, just, don't give it all away. I, I'm not. I'm not. Jeez. I'm not. But yeah. But, but actually, it's funny because the Patty, but Patty mentioned that too. She mentioned Derek and Sonia. Yeah, Derek and Sonia. Wow. And Sonia was crazy too. Oh, unbelievably crazy. Talk about having to wait and wait and wait, even just to like film. It was insane. We were waiting. Like, eh, we're waiting on Sonia because she won't answer. You know, she won't answer the phone. She won't come out of her room. Yeah, it was bananas. Like it was just Sonia, and again, I'm, I, I can't give too much away, but I will yeah, say I this. know. I wish we could. So, Sonia was God. the biggest Ugh. waste of time of my Total life ever working time. with a client. Total the waste. biggest waste of time. I spent so much time with her. Probably a lot of time with her that's not even going to be shown on air. Wow. Um, just trying to be the nice guy and try and hold her hand and be sweet and be there for her and be a friend. What was wrong and, with Well, we both did. Yeah. We both tried. I like, was trying with her, too. Girl on girl. I was like, come on, sister. Well, let's what do you go. think and the resistance was? Crazy. Yeah? Just straight up crazy. Yeah, crazy like, that's, you, you can't, can't cure crazy. Yeah, you can't cure crazy. Is that what it was? You tried. It'll be good TV because actually Patty yeah. specifically said, wait till you see these episodes. Oh, yeah. Like, they're they're good ones. Oh, man. I so. wish they had already come on because we had a lot more to talk about. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to do an addendum, addendum <laughs> to this. So, um, you know, what? you guys have a lot more than the show. So, please, this is the time where I like for you because I think that you could really help people in more ways than just trying to help them find the one, help them find themselves, help them. So, you guys are based out of LA. LA. We're based out of LA. Yeah. Um, the services Rachel and I offer in our own business at DestinRachel.com is you know, life coaching, love coaching, and it's international. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, it's a it's a world of Skype. It's a world of of digital. It's a digital age, so people mm-hmm. in Singapore can get help from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do do in person. People can fly to us. We can fly to them. Um, people need help, and we're here to help them. Um, and then we do work with Patty now again, and mm-hmm. and we have matchmaking clients. We come on. So what Millionaire's does a typical Club, one, person two, who who comes to you wanting whatever they would go to your website, look it up on the website? But do you guys like offer packages? Do you offer two for ones? Like how does it work? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> we're, I don't we're, know. I'm like we're you know. pretty open with yeah. with you know what we can offer. We like to work with people with what they need, and mm-hmm. it just depends. It's on you know case by case basis. It just really you know from it could be couples, it could be single person. It could be we a seminar, you know, hey, a bunch of my girlfriends and I, or, you know, you could get with your girlfriend who's crying over her ex and be like, please help yeah. her and I'd I'll be sure there. i she was paying for the whole seminar. There you, yeah, there you go. Well, but, but there's also yeah. the, the problem, the problem with us is as much as we say that, you know, you, 
we seem like hard asses about a lot of things is we're also huge pushovers when mm-hmm. it comes to like people wanting help. So although we have these you know larger prices on our website and stuff, we offer discount codes or we'll just help people for like ninety percent off or whatever, yeah. just because if they can't afford it, genuinely can't afford it, we'll still help them. And yeah. it's like well, that's we're quick and easy and efficient. So you know. It, we got to give back sometimes, and that's think, one of the things that people really our our our, our fan base is such a huge fan base, and one of the things that people really like about us is or wanted from us is to help just everyday people, mm-hmm. and we're about helping everyday people from you know alternative people with tattoos like yeah. us or you know Joe sports guy like anybody like yeah. it doesn't matter gay straight yeah. you name it so. And I think that that's good because that means that you've gotten to that point in your life where you can. Because, you know, when you're starting out and you're struggling and, you know, you're trying to get your business together, it might not be easy to do that. And now you've kind of gotten to that point where you can, which is awesome, you know, because at the end of the day, it's people, it's healing people's hearts. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, exactly it. We just opened up um, other kind of. Uh, branches of, of what we do, including uh, helping people with sexuality identification, people that are trying to understand, you know, the, the the journey they may go through, whether it's being transgender or even polysexual, wherever, whatever else their choice is, helping them understand how to express that to their family or their mm-hmm. loved ones and to themselves. Oh, wow. uh, we help people that are moving in for the first time. Um, how do you co? How, how do you cohabitate? Cohabitate with someone and and. That can be a relationship breaker because if you're moving in with some nerd that's got all of his cool toys and yeah. you want to have a nice upscale house or apartment, yeah. you got to learn to understand how to have a mediator that can help you get through that. Um, so how to make it work. How to make it work. Yeah. And to, as I said, we're ordained. So now we can marry we people pop-up too. Weddings. Pop-up weddings. Oh, and we so can marry cool. people. and Pop-up so, wedding. Yeah. It's, um, life gets boring when you do just one thing. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, look at me. I mean, I'm doing a hundred different See, things. Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. Even I, I mean, I, I sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm doing everything. I'm doing because I'm happy. Like sometimes I'm like, what's the point? I'm like, you know, the point is I'm happy. I'm doing, I did what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what I'm happy with now. And it's everything. That, I, that's what's, again, I, I mentioned this earlier. I make movies yeah. or we make movies. Yeah. And I made a horror movie, and I was doing a bunch of press for it. He's like, "What are you, matchmaker? What are you doing? A reality show star? And how are you making movies?" I'm like, "Because I don't just do one yeah. thing. It's box. Everybody yeah. has to be put in a box." So yeah, I know it's, rough. and I I know I understand that more than anything because I put myself in a box for a very long time, thinking, "Well, I'm a doctor. I can't do that." Because I was approached for other stuff like reality based way before, and I'm like, oh, "I'm a doctor. I can't do that." And then I don't know what happened to me one day. I'm like, "You know what? This is getting kind of boring." Like mm-hmm. I'm seeing these, and, and you were talking about high maintenance people. I get it. I've been there. I've had to inject these people, take you know procedures on them, and it's just I got to the point where I felt very suffocated, just doing one thing in an office all day and all and I changed it and it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense to a lot of my colleagues but I really don't care I never made sense to a lot of people my whole life so here I am you know so amen to that yeah it's like like, the business Patty's business and and being profiled on a TV show yeah you can look at it as a a one hour infomercial for her business or even now our business Um, and that's awesome but you know what if something goes wrong it's going to ruin the business no Mm -hmm. it's not it's it's, we're providing this awesome entertainment for people we're providing this other world this peek behind what goes on with these these socially inept socially awkward rich people and it's yeah. cool so now we get to enjoy matchmaking and we get to enjoy giving people entertainment that's yeah. 
And and awesome. the, the cool thing is with social media now, people can see everything you're doing. I mean, I, I, I understand that some people use social media for more personal things. I don't. My social media is like, this is what I'm doing. You won't see my nieces in there. but um, And I think that that's cool because people enjoy that. They get to see a piece of your life and understand that, okay, she's not just a matchmaker. He's not just a matchmaker. They also are ordained. They can also make movies. And that's cool. And people get yeah. it now. Yeah, so, see, we, yeah. we make the... Uh... The mistake of of being very open, so mm-hmm. like you know, it's not just like a Facebook fan page. It's also a real Facebook page. Yeah. We'll just we'll, we'll friend people and whatnot. And every now and then, um, I mean, we get stopped every day of our lives mm-hmm. for the show. And um, someone will bring up like, "Oh, is your son better?" I'm like, what "The hell? You, how do you know my son is? Oh, yeah, yeah that, that post. That's, that's right. freaky when they're like, "How sin?" And I'm like, "What? Whoa! How do you know my kids? Wait! Whoa, oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. that's what happened to me, and I had to stop because it's starting to weird me out. Because I would like go to, to the point. gym and I have like my calories burned, and yep. they'd be like, "Yeah, why are you working out so much? You got a gig coming up." I'm like, "Okay, this is weird. I can't do this. <laughs> right? This is so weird." Do you so, get the people that come up to you and will feel very? Um, they feel you're very accessible. They'll give you a hug because they feel like they've gone on a journey with you from watching yeah. you on television. Yeah. 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 And um, I think, like, did I go to college with you? Do I? Oh, yeah. That a happens TV a show. lot. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. Or where do I know you from? Yeah, where do I know you where from? Where do I yeah. know you from? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, I want you guys back on after the show's done because I think that she hinted about there being a reunion kind of reunion-y kind of thing with the, with the couples. I don't know if I heard that or made that up in my head, but <laughs> after it's all done, because I definitely, you know, I'm very very curious about these um you know the, the drama that's going to come that we can't talk about right now so yeah we would love our... to like just yeah just yeah. about everything yeah. even stuff that you don't see because that's yeah. the funnest part so to me, but... yeah. we're gonna have a part two um after it's done and then we'll have you guys come on and you can really kind of like let loose and tell me everything yeah awesome. yeah you're wonderful thank yeah. you yeah. Oh, you awesome. guys are great you guys you know when you kind of been following someone along and you meet them in person you're like oh my god fan crush is now they're really <laughs> so cool you know i'm like not disappointed you guys are awesome and i love yes. your philosophy and everything so you know, I hope you ever hope everyone checks you out your website and where can they find you on Twitter and in your Oh, um well at Rachel Federoff on Twitter and at Destin Foff on Twitter. And we also have an at Destin and Rachel on Twitter too if they want. And the website is destinandrachel.com. Very easy to remember. Easy. And thank you guys so much for being here. You're awesome. I can't wait to watch the rest of the season. Oh yeah, thanks. Thanks thank so you. much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.